You okay? Yes, I'm okay. Don't die on me. <laughs> Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Therapy Isn't Enough with your girl Nicole and Tatiana. Today we're gonna do a little thing, a little bit different. So we have Tatiana here, and Tatiana is gonna be the guest. <laughs> She's the guest today. Stop, Nicole. So we're going to get into her business. Yeah, I know a lot of people are waiting. I got some good-ass questions that y'all need to, y'all want to hear about mm. her business. Because she don't like letting people in her business at all. I feel like I let people in my business. I'm just very selective on what I keep to myself and what I want the world to know. I right, cut on that bullshit. We get in her business today. <laughs> Fuck that. We get in her motherfucking business today. Hi. Let's see how this shit goes. So Tatiana. So we all know Tatiana is divorced now. Mm -hmm. So we try to figure out what Tatiana been doing. What you been doing, sis? Figuring out life. One day at a time, trying to find myself. You know, you're with someone for so long, you lose yourself within them. So. I don't know who the hell I was, so I'm trying. That's what I'm trying to figure out now. You trying to find yourself? Mm-hmm. So what did you find? A better me, a happier me. Okay. I'm still a work in progress, though. Okay, okay. So we're gonna jump right into the juicy stuff. Nicole, you miss your ex? Why are you like this, <laughs> <laughs> Nicole? Why are you Do like you this? You miss the man. Of course. Of course I do. What do you miss about him? The good, not the bad. So what was the good looking? Oh my god, here we, we go. Here we go. Um, I missed like like he was my best friend. Like he was my best friend. Like we could sit around and not do anything and just crack jokes all day. You know he was a clown. He was yeah. a fucking clown. I feel like I'm the funniest person on earth. So, like, two funny people together, it's just like a comedy show all the time. Like, you know? Right, right. And I, like, he, the good, let's, all right, let's list out the good. He was a protector, a provider. I never went without anything. I was spoiled as hell. Um, you your house, bitch. Hello. Where's that hitting on? <laughs> um, he... He had a good head on his shoulder. He knew how to like I could like I could literally take him anywhere and he can adapt to the room. Kinda like me. Like you can take him to the hood, he gonna adapt. You can take him to a work event, he's going to adapt. Like you can take him anywhere. Um he I don't know, he was just my person. That's what's up, that's what's up. So with him being a person, do you feel like you'll find another person? That could be your person person. That makes sense? Yeah, that makes sense in my head, but I don't know. You don't know? I don't know. I don't know. So in yeah, dating prior to him, though I know it was fourteen years. Shush. Did you find a person that was personing? <laughs> People are going to be listening to like, what the fuck is she talking about? But I understand exactly what you're trying to say. Um, yeah, yeah, I felt like I met someone that I thought was my person, but like, how do you know if your person is your person though? Like, okay, so let me ask you this. Like, what's the difference between your person and your, the love of your life and your soulmate? All right, Tatiana, we're not doing this. You're not nope. to the table, this is your business. Nicole! Not mine. not mine. This is your business. Nicole. No, but I literally want to, like, like, like I don't so know. I feel like, like your soulmate is someone, it could be your friend. To me, a soulmate could be a what? friend. What? Yeah, your soulmate could be a and friend. And a companion, though. And a companion, your soulmate, I feel like it's somebody that you and them connect spiritually on a different, on a different level. So can you have more than one soulmate? You probably can have more than one soulmate, mm. but your person, I feel like it's just for that time. Cause I always mm. meet people for that time. Yeah. My person for that time. So you can be my person for two years. Mm -hmm. And after two years, it's just like, we're not personing no more. Yeah. So I feel like soulmate, a per your person, 
and the love of your life are all three different things, but they can be one person. All mm. of those things can be one person. So now the love of your the love of your life, this is your your person and your soulmate. Those are the three categories. You can have all three together, but you just could be three. Yeah, when I was in it, I thought he was all three. Okay. All right, so Tatiana thought that her husband was her person, her soulmate, the love of her life. Yeah. And that's beautiful. Yeah, too bad it didn't work out. Not too bad. Everything happens. Everything does happen for a reason. You never know if that is going to run back around. Like, you're going to have to... Who coming back around? Who's coming back around? I mean, I'm going to say never say never, but... um. I don't know. We're gonna leave it at never say never. <laughs> <laughs> so since you and since you went through your separation and the divorce, have you guys seen each other? Damn, Nicole, you really getting into my business yes, right now. Yes, I have seen him. It took me six months to see him, but I have seen him. And how was it? Um, so you know how I am. I don't like awkwardness. Uh-huh. It was not awkward because of me. Like like I told you, he feeds off energy. He fed off of me. So I came in there positive, smiling, laughing, joking. So he kind of fed off me. So I, I kind of like broke the ice. So it was okay for a little bit until it had to get serious. So was that your true self or were you coming in as, um, as a facade? Like a friend? Yeah. I think it was my true self because I genuinely do want happy for him and I don't hate him. And I was kind of setting the tone on how I want our relationship to be moving forward, which is more positive. Okay. So, all right. So during, I I don't want to call it a date. I'm going to call it the meet. (laughs) During the meet. What, what was the, how was the environment? Like, was, was, did it was you a feel public the place. <laughs> like, did you feel the energy? Like, it was a lot of tension. Um, yeah, the energy was um, all over the place. Was it like, on your behalf? No, I think it was a little bit between the both of us. Um, but it was, you have to understand there's a lot of emotions involved. So, there was laughing joking shit talking slick out the mouth me because everybody gets that of me but then there was also like i like had i put a little bit of bass in my voice i shed a few tears like it was it was a mix of emotions like every emotion that you can think of that's been brewing up that i've had to deal with on my own he got Mm. so let's go back because i think we jumped too quickly Mm. i wanted to know how is it that you felt after, like, after the, well, who initiated the divorce? Um, I think it was a little bit mutual, but, like, the last straw, I asked for the divorce. Okay. So, after you asked for the divorce, mm-hmm. and y'all agreed that, okay, this is what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. How was your mental stat? Oh, happening? bruh. Bruh. I was a hot mess. I went through everything you can think of, like, and all them therapy books and shit like that. They'd be like, phase one this, phase two that. (laughs) Bitch, I went through all of them. I hated him. I despised him. I wanted, I wished ill upon him, which, I mean, I don't regret anything, but it was that phase that I was going through. I went through a whole regret. I went through a whole questioning, am I doing the right thing? Should I just forgive him? Should I work through this, you know, the whole till death do us part shit, work through it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've been through every single thing. And then, like, when he filed, for, even though I asked for the divorce, he filed for the divorce. So when he filed for the divorce, I was, per- that was like, the divorce was coming. Don't get me wrong. But I was going through so many different things. Going through getting COVID again with your dumb ass. My dumb ass. <laughs> My dumb ass. Right. Friends have to tell that story. We're going to tell the story. We will get to that story right. how we done got COVID together twice. Back to back. And it was Tatiana's fault. It's my fault. Every single time. I'm the one who almost died. I ended up in the hospital. You didn't. Yeah, because you knew you got it first. No. Yes. Don't yes. be spreading lies now. Don't be happened. spreading lies. Well, let's get back to No, I had, got, I had got caught. I caught. I had just 
moved out, just bought something, was moving in. So, you know, that stress of moving. Uh-huh. I had to pack up a house by myself in a way. I had people to help me on the back end, but I literally had to, like, figure shit out on my own. Move. I had caught COVID with your ass. Then, on top of that, I was dealing with shit at work. Then, I had to also deal with someone, like, trying to kill themselves on the phone with me. So, like, that shit, like, broke me. When I got them divorce papers, that was, like, cherry on top to, like, the peak of my depression. Like, I, like, went into a funk. Like, that fucking broke me. Okay, so you went into this depression. Mm-hmm. Which I kind of knew a little bit about it, but when me, I'm a different... I'm not talking about me today, but anyway. <laughs> Tatiana, I, I knew she went into a depression. Oh, yeah, a However, really bad depression. How did you find your way out of that depression? Well, I was in therapy at the time because of everything going on. Um, that kind of helped a little bit. Then I, like, I, like, during that whole negative part of it, I honestly was binging. And, like, everybody, binging, like, drinking. Like, I was just left and right, like, doing shit that I wouldn't do sober. And, like, being in scenarios and situations that I shouldn't be in. So, it's just, like, once something, like, happened, like, a light switch went up in my head, like, all right, bitch, you had your fun, you had your time, like, get your shit together, figure out life now. So once I had that light switch, it was like, all right, what am I doing? All right, I got to strengthen my faith. I got to start feeding myself with positive things instead of this negative shit. So, like, it, it honestly was just internally, I just woke up one day and was like, all right, I need to get it together. And my whole outlook on life switch. And how long did I take you? To get out of that? Yeah. Like a few months. It was definitely not overnight. I had my moments. I had like those days were that were better than others. But it took me it took me a little minute to to get to get out of that funk. And I'm still working. I'm still working. I still have my off days. I still have my off weeks where my ass is going to the damn tattoo shop and getting stupid ass tattoos. Yeah, we know. Thinking Thinking uh, about shit. Shut now. the fuck up. Tatiana got a half of a sleeve. Oh. <laughs> Tatiana got She's a whole gangster out here <laughs> with a half sleeve. I'm I've like, always I'm... wanted a sleeve, but I just never, like, pulled the trigger on it. And it's just, like, when you're depressed and you're going through shit, you try to find other outlets. And when I told myself that I wasn't going to be drinking anymore, like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do with my time? Like, yes, I'm talking through, through things. I, I'm building my faith with God and my relationship with him. And it's just like, I felt like I needed something else. You need to feel some pain. That's what it was. It's just that temporary pain is just so satisfying. Like, after. And I hate needles. Like, I had blood drawn today and I had to look away like a dumbass. But you got a whole half sleeve. I got a whole half sleeve. I'll have a sleeve by my birthday. To That's be, January. To be continued. And I believe it's coming. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you said you were binging and then yeah. you just woke up and just stopped. Like, how did you just... How, what clicked? What was clicking, Stephen? <laughs> <laughs> I just I had it was a one night out. Shit, stupid shit happened that I oh, could have prevented. About the night with me and you. Yeah. Oh yeah, guys. I'm like one night you. out, and I just just doing some dumb ass shit and got caught up in a situation that I just like woke up the next uh, the next day. It was a Sunday too. I woke up the next day, and that light bulb went on, and I. Uh, was like I gotta do better I'm too old for this shit like and I knew I was gonna go through that and I knew I was like when I was when I was getting the divorce when I literally sold that house and we moved I knew I was gonna go through these phases I knew I was gonna be an alcoholic for a little bit of time but I always said that I I, it's not gonna be it's just a temporary thing like I knew I was gonna be out in these streets like I knew it so I allowed myself to have fun for that little bit of time but like when that thing, when that one night bad night out happened, it was a day. Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> it was an all day binge. And then I woke up the next morning. I literally cried from the moment the sun came up to the sun went down all day, all day, all day. And then I was like, I gotta do something else. I gotta do something else. I remember that day. Yeah. And I'm happy she did because baby, <laughs> you saw a different side of me. <laughs> 
I was gonna, I think we was gonna both go to hell on the extra. You go up by association. You you got a seat right but next to me. Thank God, God delivered us. He sure well, did. Because I was delivered. You delivered <laughs> delivered both of us. Okay, but so yeah. um, after that day, mm. and you figured out that this is not what you want to do with your life, and you decided like you were gonna do the positive route. Yeah, which I'm very proud of you, by the way. Thank you. I clap my hands for her. Why are you so extra? <laughs> So, what made you, what, so what is keeping you going now, like, with the positivity, like, you, like, you thinking, like, you know, everything happens for a reason, and that kind of whole mind frame? Um, I think what keeps me going is that the good thing out of the bad that happened, like, I've honestly found myself, like, I'm happy within myself, like, I am not depending on him to make me happy. And that's honestly, like, I don't want to lose that again. And I'm afraid if I ever get in a relationship that I'll lose it again. So that's why I'm like, I'm definitely, I know I'm not ready for a relationship or even looking for one because I'm still not confident in myself to keep this happiness when I am trying to make someone else happy in so, a way. So what does self-love look like to you? Because I know I always hear people like, oh... You got to love yourself first. And I always ask people, like, what does that look like to you? Because loving myself could look like something totally different than you loving yourself. But you're going to tell me I don't love myself because I'm not loving myself the way you love yourself. Right. Right. It's like when you say everybody loves themselves differently. Um, I feel like I didn't love myself before in comparison. How I know I love myself now. I would never put anybody before me. Now. Now. So prior before I would always put him in the marriage before me. Mm. So what so what were you lacking? Like did you were do you think you were insecure? Like Oh yeah, absolutely. What were you insecure about? Like if I'm not I don't want to get too deep in your business cuz I know You're already in my motherfucking business. I'm, so I'm going to get deep in y'all. Don't worry. Um I feel like I'm like like I'm a very kind like I'm a plus size person. I've always been like that. I've always had more meat on my bone. And I've always been confident in myself. But in the relationship, I, one of my love languages is words of affirmation. And when I didn't get that, it made me second guess myself. But then what's fucking crazy is that me and, so me and my husband, almost name dropped there. (laughs) (laughs) Me and my husband, we previously before the last two years, we were in a separation for almost a year. And I felt like that during the separation. Like, during the marriage, I've always felt, like, insecure within myself. Um, because I... He didn't... He didn't give me the reassurance that I was fine and he was happy to have me on his arm. So I, like, looked for him to build my self-confidence. And then the moment we separated, the first time... I was out on these streets and I was just like, I'm good, girl. I'm good. Like, I I know I'm fine. I am fine. I was holding myself up differently. And I was like, when I decided to work on the marriage the first time, I was like, I'm not going to lose this. And then I ended up fucking losing it again. Like, I ended up, like, second guessing myself. Like, is he not happy with me? Does he not like the way I look? And I know he liked me because I've always had more meat on my bone. Like, you know, and I knew it, but it's because, like, he didn't tell me or he didn't reassure me. It made me second guess myself and I felt like I lost myself. Hmm. The moment the moment we got separated and I've you know, was back out on these streets or whatnot, like I felt like that came back up. Like my self confidence came back to me. So we're gonna get back to the self confidence, but while we're on the topic of the separation, hmm. what brought the first you out one? to Yeah, the first separation. Well the first one was a separation, the second one was a damn divorce. Yeah, right. <laughs> So what brought you to the separation the first time? Um, I felt like, so it was, it was, it was a long time coming, but it was one situation where it got really disrespectful. Um, and I felt like we both lost respect for each other and the way that we were speaking to each other. And I've always said that I can't be with somebody I don't respect. Cause if I look down at you as a man, like, Oh, you a bitch. Like, like that, like we're not going to be together. I can't, I can't, I can't. So when we were disrespectful, we both were like, yeah, this ain't gonna work.
So we separated for a while. We tried to make it work. It just didn't happen. And we were on the way to the courthouse the first time. This was like three years ago. But my prayers <laughs> brought them back. Yeah. So, however, like when y'all got back together and mm-hmm. said that y'all were going to do this mm-hmm. together, mm-hmm. what was, how did y'all find yourself back together? Um, I had seen that he had changed in some ways. He's seen that I had changed Wait, in my ways. How long was the separation? Almost a year. Okay. So Almost. when y'all got that after the year. Mm-hmm. So coming up on the year, I was like, damn, we've been separated almost a year. Coming up on a year. It wasn't just a year yet, but it was shy of a year. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, damn, what are we doing? We just separated. Like, we need to get divorced. Like, you know, like what the hell are we holding on for? Right. You know? And so we were on the way to the courthouse a few days before, and I don't know what happened or something. He was like, we need to talk. And we ended up talking, and he was telling me everything that I wanted to hear. And I was just like, nah, I don't believe it. You know, words, I need actions to prove it, this, this, and that. Don't get me wrong, I needed to work on things too. And I said, I had gave him an ultimatum. I was like, I want this, this, and that in order for me to even entertain us getting back together. And he gave me that, that, and that. He gave you this, that, and this. He gave me all of it. When, but I'm telling you, he was a provider. Like, he'll give you everything that you need and want. But in the end, it wasn't, it wasn't enough. So did you know prior, like, it wasn't the things that got you back to being with him? He showed me he changed, too, internally. Okay. Yeah. Do you think it was a facade? Um... I think he was better off before the separation. He definitely was he definitely was a better person. But some of the things that we both said that we would work on getting back into the marriage and when we purchased the house and was living together and stuff like that again, we both we both forgot about it and we both were lacking. Mm. Like the things that I said I would do better as a wife, I stopped doing. The things that he said he was going to do better as a husband, he stopped doing. Like, you know how, like, in the beginning, it's always sweet? That's how it was. And the house was beautiful, y'all. Y'all didn't see it. I'm sorry I didn't get to see it. But I saw it from ground up. Oh. It was a beautiful house. Sorry, yeah. Tatiana, but the house is beautiful. Okay. <laughs> and then she decorated real nice. I can't very, very creative soul here. So, however, uh-huh. <laughs> now let's get back to the part where you were, you lost yourself and mm-hmm. you lost your self-esteem and you found yourself love mm-hmm. which i'm very happy for mm-hmm. um how how does it feel now to truly love yourself the way you look at loving yourself how do you feel like internally like how how does it make you feel like do you feel like you are you'll ever compromise it again no absolutely not i feel like what people call our red flags now, like I have a lot more of them because anything, anything that comes up within a person that I'm talking to that would jeopardize me losing myself, I'm walking away. Because I work damn hard to get this shit back. I ain't losing it again. So any little remark, any little gut instinct. But do you think you're it, judging too hard? No, I don't. I have standards. So, you, so you're using, so you're, you're, you're putting your boundaries out there and sticking yeah. to them. Yeah. But are those really boundaries, or are those just like comparing, comparing and contrasting? No, they're boundaries. They're mm-hmm. boundaries. I can compromise on certain things, and then there's certain things that are set in stone that I am not breaking my, my boundaries for. So, okay, we talked about this on a prior episode that the, the number one non-negotiable was with you is a man that doesn't take care of his child. But what if the man doesn't have a child? Like, how would you, how would you... How would I know if he's a good... Yeah, how would you, like, now, how would you look at a man and say, oh, he's not a good man for me? Like, what are, like, things that I just, like, will look, will stop talking to a dude or get turned off about? Right. Um, his morals, his values, like, if you still doing some shit that we were doing in our early 20s, like, baby, we too old for that. Like, the mindset, mm-hmm. um, I can't, if you don't have a child, I can't really judge him on that. If he's family oriented, they gotta have, if, like, and I understand everybody don't have a big family, but you have to want that in order to be with me. Um, 
I don't know. The values and morals, they have to align with mine. Okay, so would you date a man that is not making as much money as your ex? Because you said you liked a provider. I do. I'm, I like a provider. And when we did the poll and we did that whole 50-50 thing, my vote was 60-40. Like, I like the... Because of the way I was brought up, the man takes care of the home. And, and you can call that traditional. And I have some traditional things that I just, like, I saw growing up. And that's what I want. Like, you know? Like, I want somebody like my dad. Okay. I want someone like my dad. My dad is not easily tempered. He... He doesn't speak a lot, but when he speaks, the the room gets quiet because his words got weight. Right. Um, he lets my mama and me are spitting image. We're wild. We're crazy. Like, that's that Puerto Rican in us. Mm-hmm. Like, my mom could be bouncing off the walls and my dad just sitting there watching his football game, minding his business. Like, he let her do whatever. But then also, when she needs to be brought down, he'll say, hey, chill out. Like that's what I want. I want my father in a man. Gross. <laughs> Not like that. Like, like when you have a good dad yeah. as a role model, like you you picture. That's why I'm so big on the whole. You take care of your kids. Like right. you can't sit here and be up under me twenty four seven. No, baby, you got a child. Where's your child? Like you know. Right. Because I know what a a good dad looks like. And if you always got time for me and you never with your child, you're not a good father. Period. I get so. that. So, that is some of the stuff Tatiana looked for. So, if y'all men out there single Child. and want to date Tatiana. This is no dating. <laughs> this ain't no dating podcast. <laughs> Just though. These are the things she wants. Okay? Mm-mm, mm-mm. And, um, and also, like, with your ex, what else are things that he done to you that you didn't realize was a red flag at the moment, but now you're realizing like, oh, nah. Like, if you come with that, it's over. Um, like, when a man sits there and say that this is not me, this is, you know, that's not me. Okay, so, like, let me give you an example. Like, one of my love languages, words of affirmation, right? And if you come up in my face and you're like, well, I'm not big on my words. I'm going to just show you actions. I feel like a man will do what he needs to do to please the woman that he wants to please. So for a man to sit there and say, oh, I'm not big on my words, that's bullshit. Because when you're first dating somebody, you're going to do whatever you need to do to get them. So you obviously can do it when you want something. So I hate when a person's like, that's not me. Like, no, that's not true. Just like, um, his thing was, what was his love language? Uh, random acts of kindness. Mm. Just sexually though. <laughs> Cause I am a random act of kindness person. Like right. I'll see something in the store and think of you and I'll get it. Right. Like that's just how I am. But it's just like, if I wanted something from him, I was going to do it. Like I knew how to get him. Like. So you knew what you had to do sexually. I knew what I had to do, but I wasn't doing it without wanting anything in return, which was not good or healthy for the marriage. So, so you take accountability. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So you did what you had to do sexually to get the things that you wanted. In a way I had the blueprint. I had the blueprint to make my husband happy, but I chose not to make him happy sometimes just for being stubborn and stupid. Like, I understand it. I understand it. It's just, like, I will will definitely take accountability. He fucked up in the marriage. Don't get me wrong. He fucked up bad. But I also had my fuck-ups. Right. So. Okay, that's understandable. So, if you had, so, if your ex-husband was to do everything, like, five years later, and he was supposed to do everything that you wanted, and everything that you, you you needed and he came back and said, can we work on this? What would your answer be? I don't know. I can't answer that right now. If I was not in a relationship and like if if, if our paths crossed and it, we were able to, who am I to say? Like never say never. If God wanted us together, we will be together. Okay. God's plan. So are you currently dating now? 
No, you told me that. You're not dating. Um. Are you open to dating? Yeah, I'm open to dating. We can say that. Um, am I currently dating someone? No. I don't think. I think I'm just focused on me. I don't know what it was. Focused on you. Doing I think I'm focused on me and just like strengthening my happiness in a way. I'm just like, I'm going with the flow day by day. But I'm also, I'm like, I'm, I love love. So I'm also not going to knock shit if it comes, if it crosses paths with me. Like, so you're open, but I'm you're, op- not, you're not, you're not rushing into it. Oh, I'm not. Definitely not. Okay. The ink is barely dried. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Barely. So uh, you said you didn't have, y'all didn't, y'all wanted kids, but y'all didn't have any kids. Oh, so how does that look now? Like, do you still want kids? Um, so that's a, that's a hard, a really hard question for me right now that I'm actually battling with. Because you have to understand that I was with this man for so many years that I don't see myself having a child with anybody else. So in a few episodes back, or I don't even know if it was just a conversation with you, like I intentionally date men with children so I don't have that pressure of having to give that person a child. But I honestly have to shift my mindset. Like I feel like that's such a fucked up way to think. Yeah, it is. It, it really is messed up. And I know it's messed up, but it's just honestly how I feel right now. But do you want kids? I want a child, yes. A child. Singular. One child. One child. came from a big house. I came from a big old family, yes. And I only want one child. Well, we gotta work on that. Yeah. Come on, guys. The ones that yeah. want child, children, <laughs> or ch- a child, sorry. Singular. A I just child. want one child. And if it's a boy, it's definitely only gonna be one and done. I don't want a girl. I do not want a girl. And God gonna bless me with a girl, but... Mm-mm. So how was it growing up in your household? Like, did you... How, was it a healthy home? Like, Yeah, um, I, I grew up in a healthy um, setting. Both of my parents are still together 40-something years still. Um, two, two older brothers, one younger sister. Typical me and sister always fighting and arguing. I wasn't really close with my brothers growing up because there's a big gap between the boys and the girls. But me and my sister are pretty close growing up. We're closer now as adults, though. But um, for the most part, the family was healthy. Was The family was like a good house to be brought up. And it also will like it actually like set the tone of like, I know what a healthy house looks like. I know what a healthy marriage looks like. I know the marriage is not perfect. And I know there's ups and downs and everyone goes through those things. So like. I felt like I was prepared for a marriage. Like, I felt like... You felt like you were a wife. Oh, I am a wife. You're, yeah. You're I'm wife. definitely wife from material. Okay. Like, I know that. Like, I know that. My family knows that. My friends know that. My husband knows that. He knew that. Like, shit. He fucking married me. Like... And so, he probably feels like that now. Like, I am a wife. So, what what makes you a wife? Um, I'm a nurturer. Mm-hmm. I know that. Um... <laughs> Even though I'm not a mother, I have those motherly instincts. She does. Um, she plans all Maya's parties. <laughs> just so y'all know. Um, I can honestly make a house a home. She can. That's definitely <laughs> true. She's not telling y'all no lies on here. Because I would really call her out if she was telling y'all lies. She's not telling no lies. She could really make a house a home. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I honestly can make a house a home. Mm-hmm. So with those attributes, do you ever want to get married again? Alright, so if you would have asked me this months ago when I was on this fuck you phase, uh, no, absolutely not. My, I felt so bad. My cousin was getting married and he's young and I was like, don't fucking do it. <laughs> don't do it, bro. I said, bro, you're too young. It's overrated. Marriage is overrated. This, this and that. But it was because it was coming from a hurt part of me. Right. But now that I'm out of that hurt and I don't, I'm not hurting anymore or I don't hate him or I'm not mad at him. I honestly do. I believe I would get married again. I wouldn't press for marriage. But if the man, if a man that I meet is like, you know, I'm, I'm, I want to do this Friday. I want to marry you. Da, 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 I would marry him. That's good. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't go on this whole, like, you got to put a ring on my finger. Like, mm, no, because what does the ring really mean? So you don't feel like the marriage is from a biblical standpoint? That's the that's where I'm like, I'm torn between the two because I do believe that 
you, it's a ex- exactly but what if that person doesn't believe that but then again i wouldn't be dating a man who doesn't believe about exactly exactly okay so with that whole aspect Tatiana is willing to get married again, guys. (laughs) Are you making me an account? Oh, and I'm not doing any, like, social media. That's the one thing that I said. I have not been on any dating apps. I'm not looking for nothing online. Like, so it sounds like you're trying to make my, like, Tinder profile. (laughs) I don't want that. Not Tinder, Hinge. Oh, fuck no. (laughs) There's too many cycles out there. Mm-mm. So with so how is how is your journey going with um, your belief system in God and you know getting closer to God? How is that going? Oh my gosh, it's been like I've never had a stronger relationship with God than I do now. That's why I said good has come out of this year. Like they always say, like it's the toughest year of your life, but it's honestly like the most rewarding too. Like I I've never had a relationship with God. Like I felt like it was like forced or fake or just a front in a way now that i'm actually in a relationship with him it feels like everything before was fake Mm. it's so weird i can't explain it so are you going to church regularly or um by the way we did go to church one sunday me and Tatiana. (laughs) we did we used to go to church a lot but i i just feel like finding a home church is really hard right now with what we want Cause, um, I'm not trying to be in church for all day. Yeah, she wants to sit in church for an hour. Yeah, I do. I want to sit in church for an hour. I want, I want them to feed my soul, feed me what I need to be fed, and I need to get up out of there. But these churches that we go to, that's just an hour. The worship is not for me. Yeah, the worship section. Yeah, it's not. So I do now. This is what I do. So I watch church online. And I do my own worship. So I go into church online like 20 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes late just so I can receive the word. Write my notes. And then after I do my little research, if I need to research or I want to go in depth with something. And then I do my own worship either before or after. Any way it works for you. Exactly. It's my relationship. Right. Because it's not a religion, it's a relationship. relationship. That's that's exactly right. I'm glad you brought that point. Because everybody like, oh, you you're not religious if you don't go to church. Yeah. It's really not about that. It's really just about the relationship. Absolutely. I learned that from my husband and one of his friends. That it's not. So it did you and your, your ex husband go to church? I keep on noticing you yeah. say husband. Husband. Had the ex husband. My ex husband. <laughs> yeah, we did go to church. Not towards the end, but. He has a relationship with God, and that's all that mattered. And you know, back in the day, he'd be like, "Oh, you don't go to church, then you don't, you don't have your faith. Where's your faith? Like, it's that's not what it is." Do you feel like you great. lost friends due to this marriage? I didn't have friends before the marriage. <laughs> <laughs> so why are you so? Uh, how, no. how is it that? How is it that you only have? Well, since I know you, I only know Sophie. <laughs> yeah, my be- I only have two friends. Sophie, we 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 name dropped. Shout out to Soph. And Belvin's experience. The Blevins experience. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. That's my family. Um, yeah, that's it. It's always just been you and her. You know that for the but last fourteen why? years. Like I always wonder Be- why. Okay, like, so I've thought about you're this. Very friendly. It's I am. Not like you're fr- you're yes. not friendly. You're very friendly. So yes. why you only have two friends? I have a lot of friends. No, correct that. Associates. Of, okay. I have a lot of associates, but like if I if I see an associate out, I'm not gonna introduce introduce you like, hey Nicole, this is my associate such and such. No, I'm gonna be like, this is my friend such and such. My friend, this is Nicole. Like that's just, but like actual true friends, I've only always just had you and so, and that's it. And I think during this process of me healing and figuring myself out, I think the reason why behind that is that I have so much energy that I pour into my friends that I don't think I have enough room to have more than just you two. Because you guys get all of me. Yeah, pretty much. You get all of me. Mm -hmm. And imagine how exhausting that would be to have to give multiple people all of me because I don't know how to give less than 100. Oh, yeah, by the way, she has ADHD real bad. Stop. Right, self diagnosed self diagnosed I do have ADHD according she's to Nicole self diagnosted herself according to Nicole 
I just go along with it. And now as time goes on, I realize that the girl really do have ADHD. Like, bro, she really Okay, so what do I do that makes you feel like I have ADHD? What do you do? The girl could be cooking, watching TV, having a whole conversation on Instagram, watching a TikTok video. Meanwhile, like, Nicole, put this on the plate. The, um, what is the thing that you just bought? The tripod? Not the tripod. The thing. The record play? The record play. Like, oh, the I vinyl need to hear this. <laughs> I need to hear this. And I'm just like, wait, slow down, slow down. One thing at a time. She really has ADHD. Like, and, bitch, under the influence, we switch roles. Because I'm slump. Hey, I don't get under the influence. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a woman of God. <laughs> and I am a professional. <laughs> so I'm never under the influence. Nicole, under the influence, your ass be bounced. I be watching you here just bouncing off the walls. Bouncing off the walls. And I'm just sitting here stuck, slump in this couch. Like, what are you doing? It's she, all right. Now I know how you feel with me. Yes, but imagine is. me having to give all that energy to more people than just you and Soph. But why do you feel like you had to give so much energy? Like, I'm mm. a friend. I don't require that much energy. You don't. I'm a very low-key friend. You like, don't. You just don't even check in on me because you already sent me, guys. She sent me her location forever. Forever. Like, I, just, I could just watch it and see where she going or whatever the case. Where the fuck so are I you, bitch? I don't need to ask you where you at because I already know where you at. Yeah. I'm a very low-key friend. Yeah. I want to know why do you feel like you have to give so much energy? Like, why? I don't know. It, I just feel it like it's just like, showing it's just the show. Yeah, showing I'm a good friend. I just, that's just how I love. Like, if I give so much energy to you, I love you. Like, that's my sh- way of showing it. I love you too, Tessie. Oh, you're so cute. <laughs> Tearjerker. <laughs> You ain't make me cry this episode. No, I'm not going to make you cry. Good, because I ain't crying because I'm a G, bitch. Now you're a G. Okay, okay, okay. So now we can step into Tatiana's personal business. Y'all want to hear this personal business? Personal? Oh, my god. So we're going to do the plead the fifth questions with Tatiana. We are? Yeah. Why not? Okay. She she's not drinking tonight. She has a Celsius guy. Yeah, it's a work night. See, I'm changed. <laughs> I'm saved. So I only drink on the weekends. <laughs> so Tatiana, mm. what would you rather do? Who give head mm. or guac guac three thousand? Guac guac three thousand or have sex? That's not a fair question. Why not? Cause I only get pleased out of one, like in a way. Which, well, I'm asking you what you would have to do to the guy. Guac guac three thousand. And why is that? <laughs> no, I'm really concerned about this because I always have to ask this question. Okay, okay, okay. There's Let me so ask many you. episodes that talk uh, about guac guac three thousand. And I want to know why. Why is it that you okay? Have to guac, guac, so I have to ask a question to it. So you know I'm an overthinker too. Uh huh. Who is this that I am having sexual intercourse with? I'm just saying. Like a random? Uh, no, not a random. Someone I care about. Somebody you care about. Oh, yeah, it's going to be Guac Guac 3000. Why? I get off from pleasing. How? How does that work in your mental? Like, I want to know the thoughts. Because I am a pleaser. I get satisfaction of, like, pleasing people. Like, if I can go and cook dinner, you're going to notice it now. I'm a, you do the same thing that last night. If I'm going to cook dinner, I'm going to make you a plate and I'm going to look at you and I'm going to ask you, is it good? And I know you're not going to lie to me, though. You're going right. to be like, yeah, this shit busts. I'm like, yeah, I did that. I did that. Like, I just get satisfaction of making people happy in general. So do you think that's an issue? Like, yeah. It, that, exactly. That is why I also felt like I lost myself and I wasn't confident because I relied on him to make me happy with myself. And I exactly, and that's that's and I and I've recognized that, and I realized that, and that's that's honestly what an everyday struggle is that I think about in my head. I'm like, if I ever get into a relationship, I have to make sure that I do not lose this, lose yourself, lose myself again. Hmm. I swear, if I honestly feel like if I would have done this self healing of finding myself, making myself happy, not relying on my husband. To make me happy within the marriage, I don't think we would have gotten a divorce. Well, on my part. So that's your accountability. Like that's my accountability. Like yeah. You wasn't doing enough. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because your stubbornness. Yes. I'm very stubborn. Very stubborn. Okay. And he is too. So two stubborn, two people. But hey, that's just, that's not good. One of us has to break. So, my second question for you is, what is the freakiest thing you have ever done in the bedroom? Give me a shot of Henny. Well. Because I'm not answering that. <laughs> Why aren't you answering it? Because I'm not a freak. <laughs> what? Tatiana, you have to answer the question because I don't got no I'm, Hennessy on this, this I'm this not a freak. Right well, let me drink my Celsius then because I'm not a freak. So, what's the. What's I'm basic. The, What's the what's the mid freakiest thing you ever did in the bedroom? Did you play with toys? The BDSM? Yeah. Yeah. Did you dress up? Sure. So what did you dress up as? (laughs) (laughs) I hate you. Nothing specific. I didn't put no damn Halloween costume on. But um yeah, so yeah, that's it. You see why you can't get in this bitch business? Because she always tries to deflect. How am I deflecting? I asked her the question. No, you don't have the option to drink. I, do. <laughs> I don't have the option. That's, not, that's not fair. That's drink. not fair. No, I'm just not. I'm not. I'm not deflecting and I'm not holding off. I just feel like not everything needs to be told. Because at the end of the day, since I only have one ex. Because <laughs> we, we came up with that with the second episode with Say G. I only have one ex because I'm only claiming one person. Okay. So everything's gonna come back to him. So anything that comes out of my mouth, you're gonna everybody assumes that I'm talking about him. And that's not the case. So I don't let me just stab that water. We gotta give her two shots of Hennessy when when we react. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So okay. So why do you prefer to date? Black men versus oh gosh, here we go. Any other races? It's not that I prefer. It's just what has happened. I am open to dating other races, but what just... is it in black men that you like? Is it the hmm. sex? Is it their physique? I've never had sex with a white guy, so I don't know. Have you had sex with a Spanish guy? I have. So you don't. So what is it that keeps you going with these black men? I I love my black men. Don't get me wrong. I love my black men. But what is it that keeps you going? It's not like specifically like I'm only dating a black man. Like that's not what it is. It's just like what What I'm attracted to to and what I attract. So you. Oh, so what you've been attracted? Honestly, like the only people that I've been dating or talking to have been black men. So since your divorce, have you only been attracting black men? Um, there have been like a few of my peoples, but not like up to my like par. Like, (laughs) (laughs) your par. (laughs) Like, um, so I'm Mexican, Uh and yeah, we're gonna stick with not to my par, like. We don't want people say you. <laughs> my people don't already hate me. I don't care. No, it's just like, like I feel like no matter whether if they're white, Spanish, black, Asian, whatever the hell they are, they have to have like a swag to them in a way. Uh, and I feel like, I don't know. I just attract black men and I'm attracted to black men. Maybe. I don't know if it's because, I don't know if I'm, on, I'm, I'm attracted to black men because they're attracted to me or if it's literally that's just preference. It is because, but if a white guy slid in my DMs or a Spanish guy that I thought was cute slid in my DMs, I would definitely entertain it. Yeah, it's just what I'm what what I attract. All right, so does we gotta give Tatiana more questions? Does does the size of the penis matter? No, we've gone over this. It does not matter what the size is; it's what they can do with it. Now, if your thing is like just this big in my pinky, it's a problem. A pinky? Why? Pinkies could do things. My pinky kind of small though, but your pinky is small. <laughs> Imagine that. That's small. No, but if I won't knock it, I'll knock it if you can't. You can't do nothing with it. But I don't feel like size matters. 
Are you a, are you big on on receiving guac guac? Well, not guac no, guac. no, I'm not big on it because if you give me bad, you know, um, I'm gonna look at you sideways. So it's gonna be an it's gonna turn off. It's a turn off. Yeah. Especially if I like the person. If I like the person and you give it to me bad, I'm just going to be like, oh, damn, I really liked you. Like, <laughs> why you had to do that? Like, mm, So do you like I a talker, a, to- a person that's going to talk to you? What was the um, thing that you said that you like? Praise King. Yes, praise King. I figured this out during the podcast. I like Praise King. So explain to everyone what Praise King is. So Praise King is not so much of like, bad talking or like oh i'm your slut (laughs) that's not praise king praise king is more of just like oh like like soft talking in a way like oh that feel good or tell me what you want or like (laughs) you like that (laughs) like i just i like a little bit of talking i don't like don't don't talk from the beginning to the end because i'm gonna look at you and i've done it like shut the fuck up what? Yes. Shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up. So your praise king. No. You just talk intermediately. Yeah, like you just say words here and there. Like I don't like silent sex. It's awkward, and you know how I feel about awkwardness. I know. But I mean, you have sometimes you have those 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 moments where it's just like nothing needs to be said. I get that part, but overall, I don't like it, and I've realized I like praise king. Didn't know it was a thing. I didn't know it was a thing either. Mm-mm. So, we're pretty much done with Tatiana, because, um... Thank you. Thank the Lord Jesus we're done with me, because I'm tired of being on the spotlight. But our next few episodes the would be about me. Mm-hmm. So, um, get prepared for that. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm gonna tell y'all my business. Cause I don't care. Y'all know I don't care. Mm. Who gonna judge me? My mini? Not <laughs> I. So listen, mm. Tatiana is dumb. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us on another episode of Ter- Therapy Isn't Enough. She girl Nicole, not Tatiana, cause she was on the spotlight tonight. I was on the spot. I was the guest of honor. Yeah, cause she don't want to tell us her business. Yeah, I know. I'm very selective on my business. And this is very hard for her, by the way. Yeah, you don't see me shaking my leg and shit. I was before. <laughs> I don't like. I don't like the spotlight on me. Drink whole self. I did. I did. All right. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Therapy Isn't Enough. But well, we thank you guys. Bye.